All right, folks, what is going on? This episode 424 of the First of Frame Rate Show. I am Viv Baller. Over here, we talk about George Southern Atlanta Falcons football. And I know if you're looking at the screen, if you're looking at the visual side of the podcast, I know I need a new jersey. I'm still wearing the Michael Turner. I'm struggling right now. I had to do some projects around the house, put my money in other places, so I can't buy no gear yet, but I'm going to get it. Nevertheless, let's talk about what's going on. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, you know, they are down to 53-man roster right now, and uh, they cut some people. We're going to talk about who got released and what does it mean for the team. Give you my thoughts and opinions on some of the guys that stand out and everything under that umbrella. If this is your first time here, welcome. This is the First in Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. You can find me on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. I'm also on YouTube and Rumble if you want to watch the visual side. Like you can see, if you're watching, you can see me wearing this old Michael Turner jersey. I mean, Michael Turner was one of my favorite, you know, Falcons, you know, back 2016, 2015. I mean, dude was a beast. But yeah, it's time for me to get a new one. I got I got the re- recent hat, but I don't have the, the jersey. So that's going to be coming in due time. Uh, nevertheless, uh, we're, we're going to get into this but before i get into it i want to let you guys know i want to thank you guys a lot you know you guys are helping this grow we're getting close to 1200 subs on youtube we're moving up on rumble the podcast avenue is actually growing as well but you know mostly you guys are on the georgia southern georgia southern side love to listen to the podcast on 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 those the podcast side you know but the falcons people usually like to watch the the show on youtube and rumble so i really appreciate you guys nevertheless you're helping this uh channel grow and all the avenues grow i can't um thank you guys enough so um I, if you want to donate and um help the show grow the link is down in the description you can go to patreon where i have a um uh extra show every weekend where you can listen to an extra episode of the show that i do so you can check all that stuff out out down in the description at the bottom of the show and we can get into this um the falcons are doing pretty well um like i said i gave this team a b plus for the off season and uh, i really feel that the falcons did a really good job of transitioning from one uh one facade to the next where they got themselves together to really much transform this team and look like a totally different team this team looks so different to the point where a lot of things that used to stick with the falcons back in the day just do not stick anymore you know like the finesse side you know the team is not a finesse team anymore also you can look at you know um the grittiness of the team that has increased and also you can look into what um the personnel is you know we have you know for the most part we have a bigger faster and stronger players that really look good in the scheme of things with dean pease and and coach arthur smith is trying to do so it's really really cool to see the transformation within months and it's not even a year well you can say if you want to talk about when they first stepped in the door but at the end of last season till now it's been a big transformation it is great so kudos to arthur smith i think he's doing a pretty good job overall hopefully that translate into some success on the field but before we do that before the success on the field happen we need to find out what type of personnel we have and with that being said we're going to look into what the falcons have um on this field or going to flip it around we're going to find out who they don't have on the field the players that got released and um if you're watching this on the uh youtube or rumble avenue you can see on the screen what players that have been released we're going to talk about some of the guys and some surprises and some that we thought was going to happen so let's go ahead and get into it let's see there we go 
All right, so first and foremost, on top of the list, if you're looking at this, this is on AtlantaFalcons.com. I will have the link down in the description so you can check out the list for yourself if you haven't already. It gives you, uh, you know, a whole look to everybody who's been releasing the ones who made the 53-man roster. Uh, if you look at this, you can see right here where Frank Darby, first on the list, has been released. And um, I'm actually surprised um, that this didn't happen earlier, to be honest. I mean, I think Frank Darby has been a disappointment from last year. Um, I know he was injured a little bit, but it's just he never showed any flashes of, hey, I need to be on this team. Hey, I'm that guy. Great personality. He looks like one of the type of guys that you would want in the locker room. But if that personality doesn't match the production on the field, you're just going to shrug your shoulders. I did a couple of videos, a couple of episodes on Frank Darby because he has a size. I, quite frankly, I think he has a talent to do, to, to be very good at wide receiver. But for some reason, he just it just never came to fruition. So that's one of the biggest ones that I've seen that stood out. Um, also, you have Derek Tangelo. Um, didn't see much of him um, in the preseason. Didn't hear his name much as well. So I'm not going to say I'm not surprised, but... Um, yeah, he was a release. Keyshawn Johnson, one thing about Keyshawn, he never had a chance to really show what he can do for the Falcons. I mean, he came very late, so that kind of, you know, it didn't bode well for him. Cameron Basin, um, I thought Batson played pretty good for, for what he was capable of doing um, throughout the offseason. So that's kind of a surprise. But I said this on another episode that I, I wouldn't be surprised he would be the one of the ones that was released. Um, another surprise that was released was Jordan, I mean, Jordan, Justin Schaefer. He was, um, I think it was what, a sixth round, seventh round pick from Georgia. Um, I heard good things about him in practice, but uh, when I saw him play, um, in some of the preseason games, he did not look as good as I thought. Very unfortunate there. Cordy Ballantyne defensive back was released. Now, Anthony Fersker, I'm actually surprised that he was released. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised. I thought that he was going to be one of the guys that actually uh, was going to um, make the team, because I, I, I thought he, re I thought, I thought he did very well. So I was highly surprised when I saw that. Maybe there's some way that they'll end up resigning him. I'm not sure, but for what I see now, I mean, wow, like that was um, surprising. Tucker Fisk. I kind of saw that one coming to to an extent, but first good. No, I did not. Nick Kielkowski, Um Like I said, this is I I feel like this was one of those situations where the depth of the linebacker position was just too much. Um, I heard he had some injury issues in the past, but I I thought he had a pretty good off season with the Falcons. But I think that was a depth chart situation. Jonathan Jonathan Harrison is another one. Um, depth chart situation could be because if you're looking at this list, you're going to see a lot of offensive linemen that were cut. Um, Caleb Huntley, that's another one that kind of stood out a little bit. And he was like, wait a minute, Caleb Huntley, he did pretty good. But once again, just like I said about the linebacker thing, this was a situation where I see that the running back situation is just way too, um, way too crowded. You know, I said it. And if you look down the list, you're going to see another running back that was released, but Caleb Huntley, I think he'll be good for another team. But when you have Tyler Algier, when you have uh, Dame Williams, and you have Cordell Patterson, you know, I mean, what can you do? I mean, you got three guys that that, that look like they're going to be pretty good assets for the team. I mean, basically, you got Cordell Patterson could be a bell cow for the team, believe it or not. But he can also do it all. 
You also have Dane Williams who can catch out the backfield and pretty fast. And Tyler Algier, who also could be a bell cow and also shown that he can catch out the backfield as well. So it works out pretty well for those guys. Now, there's a running back I didn't name yet. And we're going to get to him in a second. My Cole Pruitt tight end. Um, this right here shows me that you just got, you released three tight ends and um, you got uh, Felipe Frank still there. I believe Felipe Frank is going to move his way completely to tight end at this point. And I, I'm 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 all for it because I saw what he did at quarterback this preseason. No, I do not want to see him on the center anymore. He looked a lot better at tight end, and I think he'll be fine at that position, especially when we have Kyle Pitts on the other side. Um, Ryan Newzill and Tyler Vrabel, out, uh, offensive tackles that was released. I'm actually surprised that Vrabel was released. I thought it was going to work with him a little bit longer than him being undrafted. I thought he was actually, I thought, I I don't think we have seen the last of him. I think he will be somewhere in the NFL. Abdullah Anderson, defensive lineman, was released. Kobe Gassat was another one that was released. Stanley Berryhill was released. I'm actually kind of surprised at that. I thought he did pretty good for the most part. Darion Daniels is another one, which was a surprise. Um, I thought that he was going to come in and be plugged in right away. Uh, Quadri Allison, um, he had so many chances with the Falcons, and it's really unfortunate because he actually did had a pretty good offseason and he did pretty good. Matter of fact, he was actually pretty decent last year until like the end of the season where he kind of fell off. But they signed him for a one year deal, thought they was going to have to use him for a while. But like I said, you got those other three running backs, and um, I think I think we got four, I'm not sure, but I know you got uh. Like I said, Dame and Algier. You also have Cordell Patterson. I guess you couldn't, you know, you didn't have all the slots so, uh, for another running back. Offensive tackle, or I think he's, I don't know if he's a tackle or not, but Leroy Watson is another one that was released. Um, you have Jordan Browford was outside linebacker. Like I said, the linebacker situation was a little deep, so I, I'm not surprised. Matt Hankins, I'm kind of upset about that one i thought matt hankins was gonna be pretty good but matt hankins is a situation where it shows you that what you see in the uh what you see in college does not always transfer to what you see in the pros and matt hankins did look good in college so I, but we didn't hear his name at all throughout the offseason defensive tackle nick i mean defensive tackle defensive lineman nick thurman and also safety henry black and tease tabor I'm actually surprised that he was released as well. Uh, I was really surprised at T's the boy. I thought he played okay, but unfortunately he is, he's been released. Waved or injured Dorian Etheridge, which is another one, and fullback John Rain. I, I can see the fullback situation being a situation where he was um, released. Uh, I think Smith is going to be the guy at fullback. And you got Dorian Etheridge. I guess he was released because of the injury. Okay, he was injured. And uh, really unfortunate, I thought Dorian Etheridge was uh, pretty good overall. So uh, that's pretty much all the guys you got who were released. And um, I, I talked about the ones who was kind of surprising, and and, it, and I'm sticking with it. It was pretty surprising that uh, that they were released. Uh, you know, like I said, um, First Skirt was one. Uh, Matt Hankins was another one. Aquaji Allison was another one that stood out. Um, but... Like I said, there's so many positions to go around. And um, I'm just going to, before I get out of here, I want to do this. I want to go through some of the guys who are still here that I'm surprised that are still here. Uh, first and foremost, uh, one that stands out completely 
is Marlon Davidson. I'm actually surprised he's still on the team. Um, not to say that he's a bad guy or anything, but I haven't heard anything or seen anything from him. Why is he still on the team? Jalen Mayfield, he made the cut. Uh, Caleb McGarry also made the cut. Uh, it's good to see Jermaine Fetty making the cut. Um, uh, one of the ones that stand out, I'll get to him in a second. I, I, I see his name right now. I'll get to him in a second. Who else do I see here? D. Alford. D. Alford had a really good preseason, so it's good to see him make the team. That was pretty cool to, for him to make it. Uh, I'm trying to see anybody else who stands out. I don't think I see anyone else. Damian Bird made the team. Cadell Hodge is another one. Those two guys played pretty good throughout the preseason. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. I don't see anybody else that really stands out outside of one person. One person I'm actually surprised to make the team, and I hope he be a really good asset for the team and, and can contribute right away. Oh, first of all, John Fitzpatrick made the team. He's a tight end that made the team. So now you basically have, I, I, I'm guessing, before I talk about the last person, they got Felipe Franks listed as a tight end on the roster. So you got Kyle Pitts, Felipe Franks, and you got Parker Hess, and you have John Fitzpatrick. So those are the guys that are going to be the tight end. So like I said, from those other cuts that we saw, it looks like Felipe Franks is going to be the tight end. He's going to move over the tight end because he, he. I don't think he has no business being a quarterback at this point. It's good to see Nate Landman make the team. I'm glad that he made the team as well. I knew about Troy Anderson. I kind of figured that he was going to make the team, and that's pretty cool that they, he made it as well. So, um, But it's one person. I know y'all probably wait for me to say it. I'm going to say it. Jarrett Bernhard made the team. Uh, he won the Heisman equivalent on, at, at lacrosse, started playing wide receiver in May of this year, and ended up making the team. What a story. That is pretty cool. When I, when I saw him, his highlights, when he played quarterback, I forgot where he played at because, I mean, please don't quote me on that because I really can't remember. When I saw how fast this kid was, immediately I thought, this kid could kick, do kick returns for the Falcons, you know, because he ran through offensive line. I mean, through defensive linemen. He he got through. He scrambled very fast. Once the plays broke down, some plays was drawn up for him when he played quarterback. I thought he was he had the speed to do so. Now, Jared Bernhardt comes in and be a slot receiver. Caught a game-winning touchdown against the Lions. Looked pretty good throughout the rest of the preseason, and here he is. He made the team. I think this guy's they're going to hold on to him. I think he's the feel-good story. He's going to be the guy that a lot of uh, fans going to be looking into, um, want to root for. Guys on the team going to want to root for him. And he's just a team player. Not only that, he's been a quarterback for a college, so for a college football team. So he has some type of trait to actually, you know, motivate others. So this is just for him to go come in undrafted not even playing football and uh come through and be an athlete um late in his career and i ain't gonna say be an athlete be a football athlete late in his career and do what he did that is just it's just awesome so with that being said we're looking at um pretty much a feel-good story for the falcons i mean jared binkard made the team and that's that's really cool to see so we got everybody who out the way who was released. We talked about the ones who were surprisingly who made the team and still on the team. Um, 
I, from what I see, this looks fairly solid overall. Um, I'm not seeing anything out of the way that makes me think, you know, anything crazy. The only concern is I have right now is the health of Drake London. I We haven't heard much. We don't know much. So that's something that we're probably going to keep our eye on throughout the week going into the first game against the Saints. Will he be ready to go? What is it? I personally, I think if it's something really, really serious, it would have been known by now. I don't think it's anything like overtly serious, but it could be something that is lingering, something that's nagging, something that's, you know, will probably, you know, uh, basically be a hindrance to him as he progressed in his football career. So hopefully that's not the case, but the way they're making it seem, it seemed like that's the case. And um, that's going to be really weird, you know, going forward because the, this guy was number eighth overall pick and you want to see this guy on the field as soon as possible. So hopefully everything is good. I don't think it's anything too serious. It would have been reported by now. But for the fact that it's, you know, still out there, it, it caused con. It, it is a cause for concern. So that's pretty much it for this episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. If you like this commentary, hit the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Episode two, I'm sorry, episode 424. We're moving right along. You guys are amazing. I cannot thank you guys enough for uh, basically, you know, supporting, coming through, watching, liking the video, sharing these podcasts. Let people know what we're doing over here. You guys are great. All the links are down in the description if you wanted to support. Also, the the Patreon is over there if you want the extra episode that will be up every weekend, usually around Sunday afternoon, Sunday night. I'll do an extra episode that's not necessarily related to the Falcons and the, the Georgia Southern Eagles, but um, it's, it's, it's around sports and sports gaming for the most part if you are into like Madden or whatever the case may be. It's a little bit of a mix of both, what I do on this channel and my other channel. So hopefully you guys enjoy. I thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for coming through. I'm going to get up out of here and get ready for the next day. I thank you guys once again. I will see you guys tomorrow. You guys take it easy and you guys be blessed. Peace.